0: Welcome back to the Love Your Story podcast. We are here today with the episode called The Relative Race Life Changing Chase to Find Unknown Family Members That They've Never Met. Our family members are most often the main characters in our stories. But what about the long lost father, the side of the family that you didn't know you had, the sister you were separated from in your childhood? These are the twists and turns in the story plot that can shake up an entire story, that can bring a character to their knees when they find missing pieces of their character line. Have you heard of the reality show called Relative Race? It's an adventure race with four couples who are competing for a grand prize of $50,000, but far more important than the money are the relatives that these couples find through the help of DNA testing and of course the hard work of the TV team at Lensworks Productions and BYU TV. Relative Race combines a cross-country challenge with genealogical research. So join me today for an interview with the host of this reality show and the vice president and executive producer of Lensworks, Dan Debenham. He's gonna give us the inside scoop on Relative Race and some of the most moving stories that he's experienced during his three seasons creating this award-winning TV show. Stories are our lives in language. Welcome to the Love Your Story podcast. I'm Lori Lee, and I'm excited for our future together of telling stories, evaluating our own stories, and lifting ourselves and others to greater places because of our control over our stories. This podcast is about empowerment and giving you, the listener, ideas to work with in making your stories work for you. Story Power serves you best when you know how to use it. Dan Debenham has been working in television and production for the past 28 years as an anchor, reporter, writer, producer, and executive producer. He has 10 years with ESPN and is the recipient of the Sports Foundation Network Journalism Award. He's also been awarded five International Artie Awards for Best Video Production, and today he's sitting with me in one of the relative race cars, a bright green, and I mean bright, And he is telling me stories about the behind the scenes on relative race and what it's like being key in helping people find lost relatives. Here's our interview. I'm sitting here in the car with Dan Debenham at RootsTech. Yeah, we're at RootsTech. RootsTech, which is in the Salt Palace in Salt Lake City. And he is the vice president and executive producer of the show Relative Race, the reality show Relative Race. Tell us about well, what is yeah, that?
1: in a nutshell, um, relative race is a race to find your family. I mean, that's really it in what, however many words that was. It is a race to find your family. But it's a legitimate race. It takes place over ten days. And in season one, we raced from San Francisco to New York City. and season two, We raced from Miami to Boston, and Season 3 began airing throughout April, and will go into May, and I think it's the first couple of weeks of June as well. So,
0: April 2018.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's correct. April 2018. I have
0: to interrupt here and say... I know where my family is. They're at home. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know where my family
1: We're talking about family that you've never met before and family you never knew you had. That's the key in this show. We cast four couples, fly them out to an undisclosed location. We take away all their tethers to technology.
0: Okay, why? I, I noticed that on one of the episodes that they have no GPS. They're they're using paper maps. They're using paper why? maps. Why? why? Yeah. Creates
1: drama. It's good television. <laughs> That's why. It's good television. Th- think about it. If they had GPS, how boring would it be? I mean, it would just be boring. And the point of the show is to be entertaining, fun, uplifting, and emotional. That's what this show is. And if we gave everybody GPS and said, okay, you're starting in Dallas, Texas, and your first relative is in Plano, Texas, and you've got four hours to get there, here's the address, go! Well, well, there's no excitement in that.
0: How many relatives does each couple have to find within a season?
1: A season is 10 episodes, because there is 10 days of racing. And so, along the path, you have nine relatives that you will meet, the first nine days. Day 10 is a different format and you're not finding relatives, you're finding keys to your, to your history. So the first nine days, again, we provide clues and we send these teams off to a different city each day. We provide them each with flip phones and we send texts out. And as they look at those texts, there's little clues within them. When they arrive in the city, they have to take a selfie showing that they have arrived in the city. They send it back to the host, to our home headquarters, our relative race offices. And then we tell them where to go to overcome two challenges. The first challenge is the same challenge for all four teams. The second challenge is a challenge that pertains to the relative that they're about to
0: meet. So what type of challenge?
1: Well... We actually have uh, people here at RootsTech doing the challenges in our booth. Uh, Those challenges can be physically challenging or mentally challenging. And we provide both because we want it to be as even a playing field or as a racing route as possible. So, for instance, we have a bunch of building blocks that consist of cones and triangles and rectangles and squares and circles. You have to build to a certain height trying to put together all of those objects in any way possible. And once you reach that certain height, then you've accomplished that challenge. Another one may be that you're flying drones through an obstacle course in a city park.
0: So it doesn't necessarily have to do with family stuff. The second just one does. A challenge.
1: No, the first one is just okay. a challenge. It's just a challenge.
0: Okay, so and, I'm sitting right now. We're sitting right now in this super bright lime green yeah, car. That's right. In the show. That's why it's so quiet. We're, we're right. in the car and I'm watching people do some of these these challenges. So people are having fun interacting with the booth.
1: There's four different uh, team colors. They all drive the same cars, so there's, there's no advantage there. Okay. But there's team green, team red, team black, and team blue. And we designate them with colors so that viewers throughout the season can more quickly identify to what team you're going to oh we're going to team blue now and and sure. they're dressed in blue they're dressed idea. in blue colors they they drive a blue car
0: so what are the 3 of the coolest stories that you have seen during the first cuz the third season, like you said, starts now. Yeah, it starts now. And then, um, but so the past two seasons, what yeah. are the really neat things you've seen with Family Stories? Well,
1: there's some really emotional moments, but there's really some hilarious moments as well. I can think of one of the funniest moments uh, was with Team Blue in season one, and uh, the background, the backstory on this couple is that she owned she owned a uh, a chain of cupcake stores throughout Seattle, Washington. And when I went back to do the backstory on her, uh, prior to the race starting, um, I said, is there anything that would surprise you if, uh, it, with any relative that you meet? Would there be anything that would be, uh, that you'd be really excited for or that you'd be really afraid of? She said, cats. I said, cats. She goes, yes, cats. She goes, I, I've got a fear of cats. And if cats were like crawling all over a kitchen counter, I'd like freak out. I just couldn't stay with them. And I'm like, hmm, that's interesting. Well, we didn't set this up. But on day eight of the race, they're they're somewhere back east, and they finally find their relative, and they pull up, and there's about 12 cats all over the place. (laughs) And they're crawling over everything, and she looked at our producers, and off camera, she said, I can't do this. I I cannot do this. And we said, well, this is your relative. No, 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 I can't meet my relative. I I cannot do this. He said, well, you're, you're under contract. Let's remind you. Uh, and, and, but isn't that the point of some of your relatives? You love, you love you some, and then there's and always weird Uncle Al. Yep. Uh, and so that's what happened. <laughs> that's one case. Uh, uh, another point that, was, that uh, was clearly a poignant, incredible moment uh, was Team Black last year. Uh, Joe had been looking for his father his entire life. Mm. uh had never known adopted? who his father was uh, his mother had died when he was uh-huh. four years old, and with his mother's death went the known name of the father he was raised by other family members who when he turned 18 kind of said, "Hey we, you know we've raised you and now you're on your own and he never knew anything about never knew who his father was nobody else knew but his mother and she w- had passed away and we found his father how DNA? Uh, through at what starts with DNA, and then uh, we have professional genealogists. Uh, we reach out to uh, court records, hospital records, everything that genealogy and genealogists So you uh, have a
0: whole team behind the scenes. We that have when, Once you choose, going to be... 12 Working. full-time people. finding their family
1: members. Every. We find hundreds and sometimes thousands of family members. Oh. And then we pair those down to who we feel would be best for a television show, meaning who has personality and spunk and interesting stories. Uh, and where do they line up on a, a proposed route for us to drive each day. So we can't drive um, from San Francisco to New York in sure, one day. We sure. got to get there in 10 days and we've got to create a route of relatives along the way. So all that of those things, complex. yes, very complex. That's why.
0: How do you know you're going to be able to find relatives that people we don't. don't know they have? We,
1: we don't know that. And sometimes we hit a wall and they're not cast on the show because we just can't find all the relatives that we're looking for. Or to be clear, many relatives, when we send the contract, say, well, I don't want to be on a television show. I just want to be my relatives. And we understand that. And we connect them if that's their choice. We still, we don't say, oh, well, now we're not going to give you the information. This is a show about connecting family members. And so whether they're on the show or not, once we've found family, we then give that information that's awesome. to everybody. That's awesome. So that's important. But that's another story. Is So we found his father uh, also in season two, H- I can how think... How was of,
0: that, the you know, It was
1: unbelievable, father. unbelievable. His father was, if I remember right, was in Maryland.
0: Did his father and, know he had a son?
1: Uh, oh, yes. We contact the relatives. We contact the relatives and let them know that we're coming in advance, and they also sign a contract that guarantees that they will be at their home on the day that we will be arriving. Or else the show wouldn't work. So yes, the relatives know. We tell them about the relationships. It's the contestants that don't know. did he know when you told him? No. He uh, he did not know that he had a son. And uh, when we uh, convinced him that this was legitimate, including follow-up paternity tests... He welcomed the opportunity did to he meet his bl- Did son. he believe
0: you at first? That not, he at had first a
1: son? not at first. Not at first. And you can imagine why. Yeah. Uh, See, this, this be is really 30 years later. Yeah. 30 years later, and this gentleman, we reach out and we respectfully, but also with we with a sense of excitement and anticipation, tell tell people that, look, you're related to so-and-so. And and sometimes it is a son or it's a brother or a sister that they never knew that they had. And they've got to figure that out in their own head. You know, how did this happen? And we have some people again, that won't be on the show. But in this case, we found a, a father that said, uh, after much convincing, uh, including paternity tests said, this is my son and I want to meet him. And they met in that moment, uh, anybody that watched season two, and if you, if you haven't watched season two, please go to relativerace.com or go to org, and you can watch any of the past seasons or episodes.
0: And this is a real reality show. Um, Completely kind of, unscripted. Kind of like The, 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 amazing, race. Race, the, the amazing, amazing Race. The Amazing
1: Race, yeah. Yeah, uh, the biggest comparison we get all the time is that this is The Amazing Race meets Who Do You Think You Are.
0: Mm.
1: We we appreciate those comparisons, but, but we truly believe, and anyone who's watched the show, we hope that they also agree that this is just a unique show unto itself. There's nothing like this out there. You have all these emotions and the drama that comes without any uh, technology to to help you get from point A to point B. You are racing every day against the clock and against your competitors. You're anticipating finding relatives that you've hoped for your entire life and then at the very end of it all, at the end of 10 days, is the grand prize of $50,000.
0: And I imagine for you guys, watching this type of intensity with people's emotions, I mean, we're talking family, blood. I mean, this is real stuff. And is there just a sense of satisfaction in, you know, the fact that what you're doing and what you're creating is accomplishing this really, really significant thing for people?
1: You know, you just mentioned family and blood in the same sentence, and that's one of my greatest, most fond memories as well, is in season two, no, I'm sorry, that was season one, in season one, we had a couple from Las Vegas that was racing. She was adopted. Uh, he didn't know much about his family. Uh, they happened to be uh, a biracial. She was white. He was black. Um, and we found all of these connections. And I think it was day three that they uh, the clues led them to Coors Field in Denver, Colorado, the baseball stadium for the Colorado Rockies. And he was. Uh, they drive into Coors Field following the clues. We, we, the clue tells them to go to this certain entrance area of the field. And as they run over to that area, they see this very handsome couple uh, that happened to be black. And when they come up, they look at him and they say, are you our relative? And he, the man looks at him and says, yes, I am. And instantaneously, they both started just crying, just sobbing. They were first cousins. They didn't know that they were first cousins. They, meaning he, both of them didn't know that they had a cousin out there. They were first cousins. But why all the tears was summed up perfectly. These two men, after they embraced and just were sobbing, they looked at each other and our contestant looked up into his newly found cousin's face and said, it's incredible how I feel knowing that the same blood runs through our veins. And it was a defining statement and a defining moment. These two big, strong, handsome black men sobbing because they knew that they were family. It was just amazing. And then he actually stepped back again, looked at this new cousin and started crying again and said, you look exactly like my mother. And his mother had recently passed away. And it was just so he said i can't tell you how much your face is exactly like my mother's and that happens all the time throughout our show throughout this race they will knock on people's doors and say who are you related to is it my wife or is it me you know and then somebody will go oh, i know who you're related to you're related uh, to me because you look exactly like my sister and they'll say i am else? i'm i'm your i'm your cousin or i'm your aunt or another incredible moment on season 2 was this couple from uh, uh, North Carolina, uh, Dooley and Kayla. And Kayla, they're they're racing, I think it was about day six. They race, they knock on this door at the end of the day. They're exhausted, she had twisted her ankle, she was in pain, Mm -hmm. physical pain. They knock on the door, the door whips open and they look and they say, are you our relative? And again, this woman looks down off of her stoop. They were down several steps beneath her, below her. She says, I am your relative. And they said, well, who are you related to? And she looked at Dooley, the husband, and then looked at Kayla, the wife. And she turned at Kayla and in the most sweet voice said, oh, Kayla, I'm your sister. And Kayla just about fell over. She almost fell straight back on the sidewalk. She almost fainted. She just couldn't believe it. And they found out she didn't know that she had this sister, Was Uh, it a stepsister or a real step? No, it was a real sister. Uh, Their family complete because they were all broken up as family. This happens. You and I, I suppose that you come maybe from the same type of family that I do, which is leave it to be there. (laughs) <laughs> happy happy mother and father. Pretty
0: together.
1: Right? I, I I, love and hate my brothers and sisters depending on what day it is, but we're always there for each other. Right. I come from a family of five. I'm the middle child, two older and two younger. My mother is the youngest of 13. Oh, wow. My father is the oldest of five. We, yeah, we, we have
0: very similar families. That my dad has 12 siblings, uh, and they're all very close and very together, and I have... You know a hundred cousins, but we all know each other because right. we're like going to family reunions sure, all the time, sure, and,
1: and that's not the case out mm-hmm, there. It's just mm-hmm. not. I thought that everybody was like me growing up. I grew up in California and Alaska. I thought everybody was like me. well, they're not M- My best friend who I still stay in touch with, Renwick George congdon the third you <laughs> you find out the challenges that he's had in his family, and you only find out these things. Over the years, throughout the years, you find out that many families out there, including the predominant amount of people that are petitioning to come on our show, their their families are fractured, broken, or they don't know anything about their family. Nothing, as in the case with this, this with uh, with Kayla, 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 and her family. She kind of grew up with grandmas and moms and aunts and cousins wherever she was shuttled from home to home. And she didn't know that she had this sister. Wow. And then she looked at her and, and the more they talked, she all of a sudden had this aha moment where she went, wait a minute. I think I remember seeing a picture of you now when I was a little girl, because she's now the mother of two and in her 30s. And she went, I, And, and then she kind of realized, oh my gosh. So I do have a memory of you. It was a picture, but I didn't know you were my sister. And she'd never met her before and in that same episode she was led to clues earlier in the show Kayla was led to a cemetery and as she came to the cemetery she looked around and she said I know this place (gasps) this is where my mother's buried she hadn't been there since she was six years old Wow. And she said, This is where my mother's and buried. She, she could goes,
0: pull that up. And
1: she said, But I wished I knew where my mom was buried because we couldn't afford a headstone. So she was buried without a marker, without a headstone. Wow. Well, we led her through the cemetery. We had done the How research. Did you find it? We had found the plot, and we, the show, Relative Race, bought the headstone and oh, had it cute. there. And she came upon the headstone of her mother oh. and just stopped. And she said, I don't care about the race anymore. I don't care. She goes, I don't care if we finish last today. I don't care. I have to take a moment and just sit here and take this all in. And her clock was still running. She said, I don't care. Well, that's the point. Uh, It's not unusual that we'll have a certain number of people that are on the show that Only want to be on the show to win $50,000. That's okay. The husband may say, hey, I know all my family. I'm here to support my wife. She doesn't know any of her family, and I want to win the $50,000. Okay, that's fine. And as the race goes on, every single time that that's occurred, that person at some point throughout the race has a defining moment, and they'll sit down, and as we talk to them, they will look at the camera and say, I don't care about the $50,000. I don't care anything about that anymore. All I care about is continuing on and finding family. Does
0: this blow your mind every season? It's
1: unbelievable. In season three, which is airing right now, everybody, including the network, said you'll never top season two. Well, season three tops season two.
0: Well, as I've been talking to you and the other people that work with the relative race, there's been so much excitement about season three, and nobody nobody will tell me anything about it. I know that it's, I, can it's you, under wraps, I can tell you. I can tell you. I can
1: tell you a little bit of the stories. Uh, Team Red is a uh, couple with uh, several chil- children from uh, from Texas, and they own a series of gyms, fitness gyms. And uh, he has never known his father, just wants to know if his father's even alive. He says, I don't even care. I'd love to meet him, but I I just want to know even if he's still alive. I don't know who my father is. It's really kind of a, a search for his family. Okay. Uh, team Blue is a father and son team, uh, Michael and Dylan from North Carolina. He was adopted, never knew who his mother or father uh, was, and then his adopted parents passed away. And he has no family, no family, none. I can tell you that uh, his journey will just leave you in tears. Mm -hmm. Then we have uh, Team Black, and that is just a tremendously interesting story of a young woman uh, who, again, they actually are from Texas as well, and they have several children. Her mother died when she was a very young child. I think she was two or four. She might have been four years old. Her mother died. Her father, later in her life, goes to prison, and he is convicted of killing her stepmother, Uh, meaning the the father got remarried and then was and is serving right now a life sentence in uh, California for killing his next wife. This daughter was then adopted by an aunt and uncle who raised her, but she never knew anything about her mother or her mother's family, never. That story is is incredible to watch unfold. Uh, then Team Green, which is the car we're sitting in, the lime green car, can't miss this car. Uh, team Green is uh, our sisters from California, and they are Grammy award winning Christian singers. And uh, they're How fun. Yeah. just the
0: people you get to see and meet. Just oh. the contestants. I'll bet that is fantastic.
1: It's absolutely. It can't be better. Th- this show, this Full is a stories. show to gather the family. Yeah. And enjoy an hour. Well, the premiere uh, is nine, a 90 minute premiere, but then on every episode is, is an hour. It airs every Sunday night on BYU TV. If you have Dish or TV, you have BYU TV anywhere in the country. Uh, check your cable stations to see if you have BYU TV. They're in about 75 million homes uh, nationwide, but you can always watch online. You can always watch right. online. So just again, go to either RelativeRace.com, which will direct you to various links, or uh, go to BYUtv.org, or if you have Hulu, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, you know, any of those yeah. things, I you was can online watch this there.
0: morning watching episodes, and you can catch up on all the past seasons online. That's right, online. that's right. What's your favorite part of doing this?
1: Uh, so I also serve as the host, and in doing so... I'm, I, we fly, I fly out to start the race for day one, and then I fly out again for, to end the race on day 10. But then days two through nine, I'm back in our relative race offices, and every night we have this video conferencing meeting where all of the teams are at their newly found relatives' homes, and they video conference in. And I have all four of those teams on my monitor, on my desk. And my favorite part is listening to them tell their most defining moments throughout that day. And again, sometimes those moments are, I found my brother, I met my sister, I met an uncle, I met my first cousin who looks exactly like my mother who just (laughs) passed away. Or sometimes it is my entire life, I've been searching for family and today, met my father for the first time there's nothing there's nothing like that i've been involved in television since i got since i got through at the university of utah uh, with a communication major and i went into television i was a sports anchor and i've been involved in this business for 35 years i have never been a part of something that, that is so difficult and so rewarding. It is the most difficult, challenging thing that I've ever done professionally, and it is the most rewarding by far professionally, and among the most rewarding things I've ever done personally. And uh, we have a great team at our company, I have an amazing business partner, and uh, we all feel privileged to do this show. Uh, as difficult as it is, and as often as I think I'm going to have a heart attack trying to get it all done, but it's incredibly rewarding. So tell
0: me about the difficulties real quick. You say it's that difficult. What is the difficult oh. part? Find, like putting, drawing the line from dot to dot to a- dot?
1: Absolutely. Trying to find teams that are good television. Mm. Meaning this is about finding families, but you've, they've also got to be good on television. That's incredibly difficult. Uh, then, like we said, then all of the research, trying to unlock sealed documents, hiring lawyers, private detectives mm. um, to find people and then mine those people and convince them that, that this is an unscripted show that does good, that is a powerful, positive influence. We're not tearing people down. We're not showcasing the worst
0: it of isn't people. Isn't that refreshing, yes. right? Yes, yeah. so refreshing because so many of the reality shows are... Either raunchy or um, cruel or, you know, just bring out the worst things. Absolutely. So good work.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just very, it's a very all-encompassing, very stressful, very difficult show in every aspect of it. And there are three aspects in any production. There is pre-production, there is on-site production, and then there is post-production. And in all three of those phases, again, with more than than 30 years of of creating and producing television shows and hosting television shows, uh, Relative Race is the most difficult by far and by far the most rewarding. It's worth every minute. Uh, It's worth every second. As one of the two executive producers, I go in and uh, watch every minute of every episode before we send it off to the network. I am sometimes three and four months removed from when we actually did the filming because it takes about five months to edit everything. Sure. And I will go in and watch every moment. And I've been deeply involved and connected from day one. And I find myself in tears. I'm just sobbing in front of our entire crew. Uh, all of our team members are in looking at every episode with me and I will just be sobbing. And uh, it, it's that kind of a rewarding show. It takes you through highs and lows, and then we, we hope our goal is to have that big payoff in every episode where you find family and where you see the connections that are immediate as a result of it, and uh, that's relative race.
0: You're dealing with life stories. You're dealing with the real stuff, with the real stuff that yep. life stories are made of and created from, and you get to see it and facilitate it.
1: Yep. what a privilege it's been a privilege to do it and it's very powerful we feel honored and humbled and privileged just as every range of emotion is there when you're watching it uh, imagine the range of emotions that we go through when we're creating it and producing it and documenting it and then editing it it's just incredible i i I will have our editors often like little kids these are grown men and women They will bounce out of their edit bays and go, oh my gosh, this is so good. It's coming together so well. And they're just so excited. And and again, they've been involved. They've sometimes been sitting in those edit bays for three and four months straight. And yet there are these moments that they'll pop out and kind of want to yell to everybody else, yell to the world that, you know, this is the coolest show. Uh, and it is. It's really cool.
0: Well, thank you for doing it, and thank you for taking time to be on the podcast, and for those of you that are listening, check out the show. Life Stories coming, just opening up before your eyes.
1: If you like the show, we ask that you post it, meaning post a message. Social media drives everything now, and if you're involved with social media and you kind of dig what you're watching, post it for us, will you? share the message.
0: And I'll put the links in the show notes for this. So cool. go to the website, www.loveyourstorypodcast.com. Show notes for this episode. We'll have links to the show for BYU TV, for
1: RelativeRace.com,
0: relative for any of the social media links that hook you right up. So
1: there you go. You're all hooked up. You're ready to go. And it's all because you're listening to this podcast. How smart are you,
0: that's right thanks for being here you bet
1: my pleasure thanks
0: dna testing is all the rage these days if you haven't swabbed the inside of your mouth and sent it in to one of the companies that can tell you your family line and what part of the world your ancestors are from Chances are that you know someone who has. There's an increased interest in finding out where and who we come from, as is evidenced by the growing databases of genealogical work, the DNA testing that's massively popular, the reality shows like we heard about today, and even apps for your phone that can show you your family line and who you're related to that's in the near vicinity. I tried this the other day when I was down at the um, genealogical show at the Salt Palace and up- uploaded this app and strangely enough, like I was around 12 people and eight of them were like eight generations removed, second cousin type of thing. But the fact that it could even show me that I was, re- how I was related to the people around me, and I had no idea who these people were. So it was pretty bizarre, but also really kind of fascinating. Hearing down stories and about the thousands of people across the country who send in their applications to be on the show, I was amazed at what we can do now, how we can find our genetic connections, how we can discover our roots and and our branches if we choose to. I also just loved the stories. While he couldn't divulge the stories that unfold in season three because we're right in the middle of season three, he said that they are the best. My interest is peaked. If yours is too, you can hit up the show. I've, I've got links to it in the show notes on www.loveyourstorypodcast.com. Links to this season and links to the past two seasons will be there. To create your best life story on purpose, take advantage of the 21-day challenge that's available on the Love Your Story podcast website also, where each day you'll get a new challenge in your inbox. A simple life hack that you can work into your day that's guaranteed to help you create more connection, more possibility, more love in your own life story. And oftentimes these can be with your family, with these characters that are in your story. After 21 days, you'll have a few of these life hacks that have worked so well that you just wanna keep doing them. You'll have a new life technique that has so much value to you that it becomes a way of living. You'll want to use them regularly to create your life on purpose. And that's what the 21 Day Challenge does. It gives you a structured way to test these out and see the results that you get. As we close up this episode, this week's challenge is to give some thought to the characters who are in your life story. Who can you love or thank or hug today and let them know that you're glad that they are a part of your story? I'll see you next week on the next episode of the Love Your Story podcast.